So I'm sorry, I'm going to stop saying we. And it just It's the accent that just kind of like pops that into my head. Mm-hmm. You have the um, perfect accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you'll say all day. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Barrett Scher from CinemaSins. Hello. And today we have a very special guest. It's director Julius Berg, who Yay! is coming out, <laughs> coming out with a movie called The Owners on September 4th. And uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's based on a graphic novel, correct? Absolutely. It's a graphic novel. It's my mate, my co-writer, Mathieu Gompel, who presented me this story. It's a Belgium uh, graphic novel. And um, we fell in love with uh, the, the, the premise. It's a simple story, but uh, with a great opportunity to, to develop psychological thriller. And of course, we, we did a lot of adaptation from this original story. It's quite different, but we, we we started with the same uh, structure, the same basis. Yeah. Um, it uh, you know you have this. Uh, there's this sort of this emerging genre that's going on right now, where you have uh, people who are uh, they they they're trying to rob a house, but they've uh, they've run into something that they weren't quite expecting. Uh, where the the tables sort of turn and they're no longer the antagonists, but they're the protagonists of the movie and everything. I, I, I was thinking of uh, movies like Don't Breathe and uh, yeah. and uh, The Collector and uh, Home Alone. Even uh, when I was uh, <laughs> uh, when I was watching <laughs> watching this, uh, did you did, uh, did you have uh, uh, It's just uh, it, it fits very nicely into that. Was there any sort of other than the source material, was there any other uh, inspiration for your movie? Well, a lot of people, uh, for now, uh, compare from the trailer uh, um, um, the owners with Don Breeze, probably right. the closest uh, comparison. But uh, believe me or not, I still haven't seen Don Breeze. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to 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 enter uh, in depression <laughs> or yeah. to be jealous <laughs> of anything. Just uh, we we started to 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 be truly honest. We started to write the, the script seven years ago, six years and a half. So it oh, was wow. even before it was even before uh, John Breeze. So at the middle of the process, uh, the writing process, when we heard about John Breeze and we understood, my God, it's very close to our structure. We were quite, uh, we were panicking with uh, uh, Mathieu, um, but we didn't want to be influenced, and we we still um, kept uh, f- uh, uh, faith in the in the project. And I think even with uh, a classical and uh, classical uh, start, we can go in so many different ways. So. Um, so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's different movies and and, and the owners it's it's very specific color and it's 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 also low budget. Uh, it gives a color when you have only 23 days when you have only one location. It gives specific color, and uh, especially when you're French, maybe it gives another <laughs> another color. And when you work with English uh, English crew, English cast, so I don't know. I haven't seen Don Breeze, but I think it's 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 
I hope it's not the same. Well, no, no, it's not the same. I mean, uh, (laughs) there are definitely some elements in there that are like, okay, yeah, don't breathe kind of went through that sort of territory, but like, it's not the same movie at all. Uh, uh, But uh, (laughs) so, um, you were talking about the setting. You had one place to shoot. Was this a real house or was there, was the interiors, the interiors of it a set? Well, actually, we, we because it's um, one single location for this story, we needed, I needed the perfect location. And obviously, it's not possible to have perfect location in right. reality. So we played with three different locations, one house uh, for outdoors scenes. It was uh, in southwest of London, another house for indoors. I mean, the, the first ground and the, uh, and the second uh, second ground. We say that second uh, floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And 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 we created the basement in studio in West London studio because uh, there is a lot of very specific moments, very precise, accurate moments which happens in this basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the safe, the car, the connection with kitchen. I wanted some uh, special movement, even at the writing. I, I wanted uh, some uh, uh, long shot, uh, turn uh, this vertigo uh, effects. So, um, really, the best way was to create to create this basement uh, in studio. And also, it's um, to be honest, because we wrote in French uh, with Mathieu, uh, we are not good enough uh, in English to write in English. We worked with um, with Jeff Cox, who helped us a lot to to translate and to 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 uh, to construct the to give more details of language details for the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, it's a it's a basement uh, from French imagination because I understood in uh, in England you don't uh, park the car in basement and and in the in the underground. Uh, it doesn't really exist. So, so it's it's from uh, it's from imaginary. Yeah. So we <laughs> we we needed studio. Studio was the key for for that. So three different locations. Yeah, to create. Wow, this, this house. that's beautiful because it connects so well. You, you yeah. would never. It's the mu- movie magic. Yeah. Uh, the the house is obviously a very strong character in yeah. this this movie, and the ground floor is so unusual the way that it's mapped out and, and uh, the, the way that you track throughout the house, uh, throughout different entrances of the doctor's office and things like that uh, yeah. really make it disorienting, but also connected if that makes sense uh, to where you, you, you have a sense of space when she goes in the kitchen, you know where that is. When she goes in the dining room, you know where that is relative to everything else. Uh, so I really appreciate how those all connect, uh, even though there were three different spaces. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it was a big challenge because, of course, when you want to develop a movie with one single location, it can appear quite easy because, okay, you have only one location to find. and to and, and But you have to use to play with each details because if not, it, it's not really honest to the audience. So uh, it was very, very important to, at the beginning, when they enter the house, with this long shot, circular shot, to understand, okay, the main lo- the main uh, space, I mean, the main uh, rooms, how they are connected together, each other, and and after we can go more specifically in each in each uh, in each room. But yeah. um, we we I was quite lucky to to find this house 
because it was it was very cinematic. We 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 didn't do so many changes. Of course, we just uh, changed the furnitures, but uh, uh, the wooden panels, uh, everything was was here. We changed some colors in the kitchen, but the basis was was really was already here. So it was a uh, yeah, it was good playground for for director. Nice. Well, yeah, you said some very specific things down in the basement, and uh, there is one scene in here which, uh, in the the use of a mallet that is, uh, <laughs> it reminded me of Gaspar Noe's Irreversible. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 just the, the sheer violence of it, uh, is insane. You know what? I've noticed you French filmmakers, uh, really ramp up some violence sometimes. It's surprising. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, you got Gaspar Noé and you've got, uh, Alexandre Aja. Yeah. Uh, these guys are, you know, is that, I, I, is there a thing in French culture about just making things brutal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, at least uh, we want to to create emotion. We want to 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 touch the audience, even. Uh, and I, I think I think it's a, it's a good way. But the most important is to to create surprise. So I think we don't really see some moments uh, coming, and it, it was really about. Uh, uh, how to create a turning point, strong turning points. Yeah, but just to catch the audience, especially in one location, you have to find good uh, new chapters and and to, to 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 give more oxygen to to the story. So we needed these uh, stronger uh, turning points. Yeah. Well, yeah. what what you have are are so different than the the horror movies that we see in the U.S. so much with just jump scares, with the shriek yeah. of a violin or, or something like that, where a character comes out of nowhere. That's not what you get in this no. movie. You get surprises, yeah. which which will, you know, make you jump and make you startle. But they're not jump scares. I hate jump no. scares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of them being jump scares. These, as you say, are turning points of the narrative. And that I, I very much appreciate. Yes, thank you. It's the, the, the goal in this story, and especially in the first feature film, you don't, just don't want, at least for me, I, I didn't want to make another horror movie. By the way, I think it's more a psychological thriller, and, and the violence right. is more psychological. And uh, the main challenge for me was to, to play with some archetype and to invert some... Uh, some cliche. I mean, the villains here, they are not so strong physically. They are weak, fragile. They are, they are also wonderful, welcoming, uh, uh, but they have, they have this uh, versatility and uh, how to become eventually intrusive and creepy, nasty. But, but finally, they don't, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but they don't kill so many people. They, they mainly play with characters like chess player and they manipulate characters. And the violence mainly comes from uh, the robbers themselves mm. because they are manipulated by the, the villain. So um, it was, it was uh, yeah, the main challenge to, to really have, uh, to walk as, as uh, far as possible with actors. And uh, I think it's it's mainly a film for uh, a playground for actors, and um, it was great challenge. And uh, I'm happy that I work with this amazing cast. Yeah, and I was going to uh, ask you about this: the casting process on here. Everybody, um, most everybody's going to know who Macy Williams is. 
but uh, I, you know, Sylvester McCoy is a person that I was not familiar with, but immediately his voice yeah. uh, drew me in. And I was like, I know I've heard that voice before. And I looked at his filmography and I was like, eh, okay, okay. Oh, he played Radagast and Hobbit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he's a, he was one of the doctor who's, yeah. Uh, but he's wonderful, and I'm and I'm actually wondering why we don't see him more often. Uh, yeah, I, I'm wondering too. Uh, we, we, there is so many great actors, not so famous, but uh, who are so intense, and uh, they they have so much to to offer to the audience. And I, I'm happy that he, he accepted to to play on this uh, in this story. Yeah. So, uh, like, how, how did you introduce us to the rest of your cast? Uh, the, I, there are people that you may have seen before, but uh, like Ian Kenny, he's been in Sing Street and he's been in mm-hmm. uh, Solo, a Star Wars story and stuff like that. But how did you come across this cast? Uh, was it a was it you know, was it your you know was it a bunch of auditions or were these people that you just really wanted or how did that go? We started from scratch from uh, with uh, with uh, my casting director. Uh, I, I feel lucky because I worked with amazing casting director Dan Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a legend in this department. He's also from a legendary family uh, and um, uh, who played on The Hobbit, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, so many movies. Mm-hmm. And um, he very very fast he understood uh, what I wanted, what I was searching for for this movie and. Uh, I, to be honest, I didn't know these uh, young uh, actors, uh, but he did uh, by himself, along with his crew, uh, a, a casting session, video session. He sent to me uh, by email uh, 30 first propositions. And immediately I fell in love with these three young actors, Jake Curran, Ian Kenny, yeah. and Andrew Ellis, because it, it, it's, it was like a miracle for me because it was exactly what I had in mind when I was writing with Mathieu. It, it was this this uh these colors and and they have each of them they are so uh so unique i mean they are they are very strong um color but also the chemistry was was really 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 efficient uh between them and after uh it was the first step of casting the three young male uh, actors after we were looking for a more famous actress because uh, just to carry the, the commercial uh, the commercial uh, career of the movie, right. it's important mm. also. But uh, I, I didn't want just um, um, another female uh, victim and passive. I, I wanted very strong character and very intense who can offer a huge emotional uh, uh, journey. And uh, he proposed Maisie, uh, and I think it was it was a perfect choice because she's uh, she's so uh, she's so generous in the way she she gives the energy, and she's of course she's delightful on set. It was just a real pleasure to work with with uh, all of them. She read the script; it was very simple. She read the script; she liked it. We 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 met in a cafe. We had a good connection, and she said, "Let's go." Yeah. And, uh, and for the the old couple, um, it, it was not so possible to create to to do video casting for this uh, generation. We so he, he did proposition uh, Dan, and uh, very very fast also he he, he gives me the idea of Sirius McCoy for uh, for for Richard Huggins, 
And um, he, he had exactly what I was uh, looking for, this kind of versatility. He can be very funny, very joyful, uh, but also creepy. He has something yeah. in, his mm -hmm. and in his voice. He can, he can play with so many different sides. And it, it was really, really perfect. Um, and um, for, for Ellen Huggins, the character, the wife of Richard, uh, I was... It was funny because a few months before the pre-production, I went just to cinema to to enjoy time. I went, uh, I, I I saw uh, a taste of honey from Tony Richardson. It's a movie from the '60s. It's uh, mm. it's mm -hmm. a really important movie in the free cinema. It's like uh, Nouvelle Vague, English Nouvelle Vague, and um, and she 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 had the main role. She was 20 years old in this movie. Oh, wow. I really loved. Yeah, I really loved this movie. She was already amazing. Uh, brilliant but i didn't do the connection by myself with my own feature it's thanks to dan who told me but why not rita she's still walking of course she's uh, huh. 75 around today and and it's how she looks today and and she could be perfect and um it was it was obvious like a gift from universe of course it was it's it's a it's a part for for rita so we i contacted her we we went to cafe the same uh, it was it was a uh, I fell in love with her. She, she, I'm still in, in touch with her. She's really a good friend. And um, she has everything because she has, she, she's like a child, I mean, in a good way, because she's she always uh, doing some jokes. She, she has crazy <laughs> energy. It's really funny how you, you could find the, uh, the changement, transformation between real Rita and what she did in, uh, in this movie. And um, and she has also this versatility. What I was looking for, how how she she became very very creepy, yeah, yeah, strange smile and very deep eyes. She she was it was obvious, yeah. So so for me, it was a it, it was really a miracle to to work with all these actors because because I think it was uh, really the perfect cast for this story. And thanks to Dan Hubbard one more time. It's a lot thanks to him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, she's a standout because this is a role that could easily go way over the top. And yeah. and a lot of the times I, I, I see this kind of a character and it's, it's just a little bit too much. It becomes to yeah. the point of being annoying. And, but this one, there was something you know, obviously she's unhinged, but there's still something a little bit restrained about the performance yeah. so that it doesn't go too far uh, yeah. above it and everything. And it's a, a testament to how you guys were able to work that together. I think it's, uh, it's, it's hard to say just absolutely. There was a lot of traps in this kind of story. And I, I was, uh, I think I, 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 I wanted to stay very attentive to do not fall in these kind of traps. So she's also an amazing actress. So she 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 really understood very fast the good the good level, the good colors, the, the good the right balance. And uh, it's also to do it again to 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 play uh, you know to to make a movie. It's like I mean to to do shot. It's like writing. It's about rewriting. <laughs> So to, to shoot, to work with actors, it's about to, to, to do it again and again. And after several takes, we find the good, the good energy and the good, uh, yeah, the good balance. So, um, yeah. Um, there is a scene in this movie that requires, well, it's a smoke bomb that goes off and, uh, and it's just foggy 
And I'm wondering, was that a big challenge to shoot or was that just uh, the funnest thing to shoot? Or It seems like it's it's the 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 room, the, the house is so smoky for such a long time that that took the longest time to film. And it felt like I was sitting there going, I wonder what that felt like once they finally got away from all of that smoke. Uh, just yeah. for just for one moment, but how was that sequence put together, and was that a was that a, a like a difficult thing to shoot? It was yeah, it was quite challenging, of course, mainly because uh, the smoke it's supposed to be not um, dirty, but we we walked in a very uh, delicate house, and by the way, it's funny because we played we walked in the. Uh, the house, the owner of the house, the real owner of the house was, was the main house. I mean, uh, the ground floor and the first floor. It, it, it's it's uh, from a Milosevic uh, lawyer. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. uh, really? This huge criminal. Um, oh. Yeah. Huh. And uh, so it, it, it was a very fancy house. I mean, inside there were some uh, uh, delicate uh, wallpapers and uh, we needed to cover them. to, to Oh, really? Any, 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 <laughs> any problem and uh, so it was it was um, it was uh, challenging for the production design uh, crew and uh, of course for the crew because we we really put it a lot of smoke so even yeah. at 50 centimeters we we couldn't uh, see it each other really and, uh, yeah it was it was a uh, it was also challenging because it's a low budget movie. We didn't have so much time uh, to, to shoot. It's uh, 23 days of shooting. It's really, it's really low. <laughs> yeah. That's and, insane. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, for this scene, I think we did uh, one day and a half, maybe I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Or two days maximum. So it was, it was, uh, it was challenging also for the continuity because some moments there was smoke, some moments, not so much because of mm. uh, some details in the kitchen, uh, and uh, and we have to find the the good uh, good continuity. But it's it's fun. It's really fun because it was very intense moment to shoot, uh, very uh, very funny with the with the actors. Uh, yeah, it, it was good souvenir. Yeah, sure. Is there a uh, th- this is very interesting to me since you are a French filmmaker and this is is based on a graphic novel. You said it was Belgian, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's it's it it was it in French the the uh, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's uh, yeah yeah it was in French and um, at this moment we we started it, it was um, a bet with uh, Mathieu because we started to write without any production company and uh, because we fell in love with his story we we contacted by ourselves uh, the author, the Belgian author of this graphic novel. We And they were very, very welcoming. They invited us uh, in their house in uh, Brussels. And we talked about the project. We told them we, we don't have money for now, but would we agree to offer the copyright during the writing session? Mm-hmm. And after, we will come back with you if we find a production company. And they, they were absolutely delightful. So... Uh, thanks to them, we we were uh, we we wrote uh, on spec. I mean, uh, we we did really with uh, we worked several months without any any money, and uh, with the final script, we we found a production company. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was wondering that if you know when you are a, a you know a French filmmaker, do you. <clears throat> You know, when, what happens when the movie becomes almost entirely 
English based and everything. And, ha- you know, how is, you know, did you think about making this movie in France and with French actors and everything like that? And, and I'm some, I'm assuming that you did. It's just that you probably weren't able to get funding for it. Right. Is that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, it's not so easy time even before the, the, the crisis, uh, health crisis. With right. COVID, even before it was not so easy time to produce a genre or movie uh, in France. Uh, we don't have so many examples of uh, horror movie, French horror movie who, who have success with the audience. So production company now, they are quite frightened to, to, to give more money. And also a very fast, we, we, um, we, pushed out this uh, possibility to, to, to do a French movie because it's also about confrontation between um, uh, bourgeoisie, uh, we can say mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah. And, 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 um, and lower class. And uh, in French, we cut it the head of our bourgeois, <laughs> our kings. And mm-hmm. I think we don't have, we don't have the same uh, connection with bourgeoisie. And uh, I wanted something more, uh, something colder, something uh, elegant. And this British culture, because they still have this monarchy, I mean, uh, this um, well education, high education, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and this, this conflict was uh, really stronger in, uh, in this country for me. Uh, the, the opposition between these two social uh, status uh social class it was it was it was stronger and um and also in a commercial way you you have much more opportunity to reach to 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 touch the audience in english than in than in french and um so for all these reasons it was uh it was for me very important to to do it uh in english yeah man the things that you have to <laughs> yeah the things that you have to think about when you're making your movie, it's like it's like okay, well, we're making this in English, but guess what? It may, it's better that way because yeah. you know I, I, I like that uh, I like the, that that idea there. These guys are incredibly British too, to where just even as uh, an American, like sometimes it's difficult to get through the jargon, to get through the uh, the uh, the lingo. Um, because they're young and they're, you know, talking about taking the piss and, and things like that, expressions that we don't use in the U.S. Uh, but but it, it plays it off great, uh, especially among the, the, the three main guys. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when Maisie Williams' character comes in, too, you can see how they have their each distinct personality and how that gets manipulated uh, later on in the uh, in the movie, and if you don't establish those rules uh, early on when they're sitting in the car and they're kind of like scoping out the uh, the the place, uh, you don't have that payoff later on. So I think it was incredibly effective both in the characterization and also you know the essential Britishness of them to 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 make them to where you're not rooting for them because they're awful people. They're terrible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. But yeah, also, you're, you're, yeah. you're the protagonists, kind yeah. of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, it was, um, 
the it was the, the, the goal of course to to do not have binary uh, opposition between the good and the bad and i mean it's uh, everybody is not so clean everybody is quite dirty even right, the amazing, right. even the character of mary who is uh, who is uh, uh, who enters the house of course she doesn't want at the beginning but at one point she's quite happy because okay maybe she will get some uh, easy money easy score right. and uh, she will become rich and we have great life with her with her boyfriend so um, it, it was uh, but hopefully we, we work because as you notice my English is not perfect uh, so we work I'd with, say it's uh, pretty good it's, it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good enough just to work with actors but um, but we, we we worked on the script on the second on a second uh, session with Jeff Cox, uh, amazing uh, writer. He, he, he gave a lot of uh, good help. He, he did the, the translation, and um, because we started to to work in French, and um, and thanks to him, we have uh, this level this uh, some accurate uh, connection between uh, between characters, and uh, it was it was. It was great crew, and um, but because it's one single location, the story takes place takes place during one night. Uh, it's really important to to to, and with only f- six characters, it's really important to to play with really all details and to. It's kind of minimalist movie, but you have to play as far as possible with this. Uh, not so much toys you have, so. Uh, every everything is quite important to to give the to give um, some seeds for few scenes after. It's like uh, like a jigsaw in a way, and 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 some some details which appears not so important at the beginning start to make sense just just later. And um, it was it was a long process of writing with with Mathieu to find this uh, yeah this good. Uh, Good structure. Well, there's a there's a not spoiling at all, but there is a huge payoff, a a very surprising payoff at the end, uh, before an epilogue. By the way, that epilogue is 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 fantastic to me. But there's a payoff that I was not expecting. There's so many, even when you think that you know you have an idea of what's coming uh, in this movie, there's there's a little extra twist. To yeah. things, you know, you could you could have easily just said, "Well, here's the twist. Here's here's how this works out and everything." But but no, it, it it's not as simple as that. There's always one extra step uh, yeah. that uh, that that will surprise you and delight you. It's it's really really fun. Yeah, it's good good to hear. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, of course, it was it was important for first feature film. The, the challenge. I mean, the um, it's so important. That you you can't just do another easy movie. You you have to find uh, really new ideas, even with a classical structure, because we're really aware of this uh, classical beginning. But we 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 working hard to find this good uh, this strong surprise effect. Yeah, I think it's it's the soul of the of the movie to to keep. Uh, surprise for for the audience. By the way, we you know uh, we we lightly touched on Andrew Ellis as Terry in this, but his character is uh, is a really interesting character study. I think um, it's one of those uh, it's one of those guys who you know who thinks because they are nice and because they do everything uh, in the service of a woman. 
that they deserve that woman. And, uh, and it's, uh, and he's got all the, he's, he's almost like a child in this movie. Was this, was his character written this way in the original material or did you guys come up with this? Um, in the graphic novel, not at all. It's really different. But in our in our script with Mathieu, it was it was uh, what we wanted. I mean, um, he's not at the as the first look. It could appear a little bit uh, stupid or dumb, but I think he's just a very sensitive character, and he, he doesn't mm. want to create uh, any conflict. It just uh, probably from his education from his mother, and we can understand that probably at the, the very end, the epilogue uh, with his mother. But um, we we understand it is not so stupid. It's quite even smart because he has some good ideas, by the way, to open the safe. If you notice, there is some details. Yeah. He, but but um, it's uh, it's just it's just broken from. Uh, um, a bad period when he lost his uh, his girlfriend. Yeah, and and he's uh, also uh, it's hard to develop to and to give no to to give no spoilers. But he's still in love with Mary uh, because he, his character reminds him uh, deeply uh, his sister, uh, his uh, previous girlfriend. It was the sister of uh, of Mary, and and. Um, it it it's, it makes his character very fragile emotionally because each time he's close to Mary, he sees his uh, ex girlfriend, and right. um, and also he's not comfortable at all with the idea to to do this robbery because he really loves this uh, old couple. For him, they are very sweet, charming. It's, it's, they are the main victim until the end. Right. And uh, and so um, he has really his. Uh, this uh, distinctive uh, character personality because because all of this it's very complex what uh, what happens in his mind and uh, he's a very interesting character I think yeah. complex is an understatement I mean it's mm. uh, yeah so it's I I had you know just with you describing some of the things there I there were some even some angles I wasn't even thinking of uh, just uh, I was like oh yeah I forget that. Uh, that you know, really, honestly, I mean, these this couple, I mean, no, you, you were talking about nobody's really good here, uh, but to to have this sort of admiration for this couple and everything uh, is something that factors into how he behaves in this, and that's something that I just didn't, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really thinking that, but now it's even, it's at, it adds even more texture to it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, now that now you brought that up, but uh, you, uh, we're absolutely right here that we don't want to uh, spoil anymore. And there's obviously a lot of things that I would love to ask you about, uh, but uh, we can't because we don't want to spoil it and, and spoil <laughs> yeah. the surprises for everybody because there's yeah. plenty of stuff in here that we have not touched on. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I think this was uh, very well done and, uh, and enjoyable and a uh, good job. Yeah. Thank you. Can I ask a very uh, specific question while we were talking about Terry? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> During the, the, the time um, where Terry is being asked to do something for Mary, uh, to, uh, to, to help her out of a situation. Yeah. Is there, is there a bit of a dolly zoom there where, uh, where you're, you're focusing on him discovering something that has happened to him and yeah. trying to get out of his seat? 
Is is that what that was? It's a uh, you mean uh, traveling invert traveling? I mean uh, with Zoom traveling? It's what you're right, talking right, about? right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We did on set, yeah, with uh, with Zoom and this uh, this uh, track uh, with Italy. And um, yeah, yeah it's, I think it's it's quite subtle, but it was important to to show uh, uh, fragility uh, yes. of this character because mm. it's, it's the key also of this story. It's, it's very sensitive. It's not bad. It's just too sensitive, too broken. And um, this. It's also the the drop of water will uh, uh, who can give the difference, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. So so um, it was important. I mean, it's interesting to talk about that because I I didn't want to as a first feature film I didn't want to to be too bling bling in the way to direct. Right. It makes right. sense. I yeah. wanted to say I, I really wanted to to be at the service of the story and of the character. So it's quite classical, but I wanted to to give the, the, the to use the right tools to to reach the this kind of uh, emotions. So it's it's not so easy to see these kind of uh, effects, but there is some of them. Yeah, and, and uh, no, and I love that shot. Yeah, I think it, I think it's very effective on a character a characterological level. To yeah. show not only his physical state but also his emotional state, yeah. it's yeah. almost it, as if at that point that's where he starts mistaking yeah. Mary yeah. for her sister. Yeah, and exactly. that subtle, subtle—I actually went back and watched it again. That subtle, subtle, uh, <laughs> what, however you call it. There's you're much more technical than I am. The dolly zoom or the inverse zoom. <laughs> Um, I, I but, don't know uh, English, by the way. Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm probably butchering it too, uh, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's that subtle thing to where it, it gives you a different perspective of this character. I thought it was just brilliant. And you're right. There weren't uh, a lot of, like you said, bling or, you know, super flourishes. It's the mm-hmm. subtle things that I really, really appreciate about this I movie. Agree. Agree. The, uh, the the zoom in on the the cockroach on the table, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's little things like that that I think set this movie apart. As I told you, you know, before we started recording, this is a very unique movie. It's yeah. not. It's not like what you've seen in home invasion movies, a psychological. Th- you could even throw funny games in there, or yeah. uh, or straw dogs, or something like that. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is very, 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 very different than any of those on several different levels. And I just, I had such a ball watching this. Ah, uh, great! <laughs> it's really, it's really nice to hear. Thank you so much for these kind words. Yeah, it, it's uh, interesting because I didn't have so much uh, uh, feedback. You know, it's. Uh, for a director, it's fragile moments when you talk with journalists because you don't truly really understand, okay, how are you going to be eaten? <laughs> and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. so, so it's good to hear that you enjoyed uh, the movie. Um, Absolutely. All right. Well, Barrett, unless you have something can, else. I, I do. Ahead. Can I? Uh, one more. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep, Julius, I can talk to you all day. Uh, or all night, I guess, <laughs> in your case. Sure. Uh, no, I, I wanted to ask you about the score. Yeah. Uh, because the score is incredibly arresting to me. Uh, there are times where it's very, quote, classical, and there are times where it's very unsettling, and there are times where it's very banal. Uh, where did the score come from? Uh, was that forefront of your mind when you were uh, planning yeah. this out in the mood and setting? It was really, uh, really a bet because it was, it's, uh, it's uh, Paul Fraser and Vincent Welch 
they mm. worked together on score, and it's their first uh, feature film. They oh, mainly wow. worked, mm. yeah, they mainly worked before on uh, uh, on cartoons, uh, on animation, and wow. you can imagine it's very different uh, work what they did before. So it was quite challenging. It, it's proposition from my uh, producer Alain Lamata. Is, uh, he has great musical culture, by the way, before becoming a producer. He was, he used to be a, uh, reseller for, uh, for, for vinyl, for music. He, he was also a photographer for, for music band. Uh, oh, wow. and <laughs> so, so he had great connection with some uh, managers and, um, and one of the manager proposed this, uh, this collaboration with, uh, Paul Fraser, Vincent Welch. To be honest, I was, uh, I didn't know what to think because uh, what they did before it was so different from what I was expecting for my movie. Right. But uh, we we had great connection. I think I think it's mainly about uh, talking the same language from the beginning when you start to to meet a, a collaboration collaborator, and um, they really understood. Uh, and uh, it's really really incredible what they did because. It was not classical process of uh, composition. I mean, uh, to compose music, they, they just uh, they had uh, one week of recording with uh, with cello artists, and mm. uh, in a in a isolated house. He wanted they wanted this kind of uh, special uh, vibration, and huh. uh, and this. But I didn't have so much um, second. Uh, uh, second try. I mean, if I wasn't happy with the first proposition, uh, we didn't have enough money to change everything. So it was right. uh, it was really, really, and it was perfect at the beginning at the first proposition. It was it was really incredible uh, uh, proposition, musical proposition. So um, uh, yeah, I think it's it's also great part of the it's the heart, the soul of the of the movie. This uh, this amazing soundtrack. It's quite minimalist. With right. we wanted really a classical um, uh, instrument. There is almost no uh, computer uh, sound effects. It's mainly uh, yeah. real cellos and violins and um, and uh, percussions. But uh, yeah, it, it gives this um, organic uh, organic uh, uh, mood. It was also. I didn't want so many visual effects. It's this kind of vintage movie. It's also mm. uh, if the story takes place in the nineties, it's also to give uh, to give uh, honor to this uh, period of a very authentic uh, horror movie, like Misery. Mm. In a way, it's very right. it looks very mm-hmm. realistic and very simple, but very very creepy with real effects. And so the music was uh, was developed in this way to be very authentic and. Uh, well, it's beautiful. And I'm, I appreciate you saying when this was set, because that was another question I had. Uh, you can tell that the, the technology is not uh, modern. The, the yeah. cell phones are, yeah. are yeah. archaic and the, 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 the television is arca- archaic. And, uh, and you're right. It does provide some sort of authenticity yeah. rather than having an iPhone 11 with three yeah. cameras or yeah, something exactly. like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's not about technology. It's mainly about interaction between characters and and uh, also this '90s uh, 
shitty fashion <laughs> gives, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. gives something something ridiculous to these characters. So right. he, at the, from the beginning, we understand. Okay, they are not serious. They are not. They are not professional. Obviously, it's 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 even a joke. This uh, robbery. So yeah, it was it was to to for all of that. Yeah, this uh, intention, temporality uh, intention. Uh, so uh, that's going to do it for this interview. Uh, th- we'd like to thank uh, Julius Berg uh, for giving us his time once again. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this. And you know, it's uh, you know it's dinner time out there in Paris right now. And thank you for <laughs> thank you for doing this with us. Uh, but uh, that's going to do it for for this interview. It's Chris Atkinson and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.